What's up, you guys? Welcome to The Great American Film Off, the podcast which you hear every first and second, or sorry, first and third Friday of each month. Yes, but this indeed. week, or uh, this month, we're getting it the second and third Fridays of the month. So two weeks in a row, we're back for another show. It's going to be a grand old time. Here's my co-host, Crosby Rosa. How you doing, Muddy? Ahoy! Muddy. Yeah. I'm tripping all over my words today. I called you Muddy. <laughs> I, I've been no flip, tripping all over my words, but... Things are yeah. good. Things are good. You know, we... After uh, last week's show, we were we were discussing that that In the Heights had just come out. So for this week's show, we decided to to take it to a place near and dear to our hearts and our minds, and we decided to go with what is the most iconic movie musical. That's right, and and you know iconic. We decided to confine it to iconic because picking just best movie musical. I mean, how do you just pick one? You know. Um, it's a broad topic. It's very broad. So we figured, well, we could define it to a decade or we can confine it to a century. But then we were like, you know what? No, let's just go overall just most iconic because then it kind of ropes in influence and then also the filmmaking and also the legacy. Exactly. Um, yeah, and movie musicals. So obviously musical musicals won't right. count. But again, it only helps if they have spawned futures with like, you know, Broadway musicals and other stuff, which we'll get to Absolutely. obviously. Um, or originated from Broadway musicals, some of them. So um how the show works we set a topic we each uh pick our own movie whoever lost the last match being myself uh will go first and then uh, crosby will go second if (laughs) i take the pick that crosby wanted crosby will have to fight his backup but you know i think there are a lot to choose from that will be okay (laughs) Um, uh, and what we do is we break it down into five rubric points and what happens is uh every rubric point we decide who best or what in the movie best represents that rubric point. We kind of argue it out a little bit, but a very uh, peaceful debate, uh, if you will, not really an argument. Uh, And then we decide the winner for each bracket point or each rubric point. And the person, first person to three gets the win, gets the film off uh, for the week. So the goal is to get to three. Last week, Crosby swept it. He got the first three, and he had it done, sealed. It was an honor. Signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> uh, but I ended up getting the next two points. We did Tom Hanks yeah. movies. Go check it out. It was a great show. Um, it was. This week, of course, we are doing movie musicals. So, Crosby, why don't you take us through the bracket? Uh, sorry, I keep saying bracket. Sports are on the mind all over uh, of my mind. So uh, take Playoffs. us through the rubric of this show. For sure, buddy. So most iconic movie musical – uh, for the first rubric point, we got the Dylan Dance Award. I mean, when you think of a musical, <laughs> you're predominantly thinking of singing, dancing, acting type stuff. And I think particularly if you're if we're saying iconic, then we're saying one that has had a, a somewhat profound influence on, on other forms of the genre. So that's number one. Number two, we got the Crosby Crooner Award. Crooner with a K, because obviously... Um, <laughs> This is going to be uh, more specific to the singing element of uh, the musical because specifically with the older musicals, like I think both probably Dylan and I will be looking at, <laughs> they didn't have all the technology necessarily figured out right away. <laughs> so, right. You know, it's important. Number three, you got the Showstopper Award. That's for basically overall performance. Um, there, there are a ton of amazing singers, amazing dancers out there. But I think both of us are looking for something more that incorporates the different elements into a, some would say a triple threat type piece, but just in general, uh, a performance worthy of watching, one that doesn't make you yawn or reach for your channel changer. Then we got the Head Turner Award, specific 
specifically for movie musicals, uh, they've had a real impact on the next in the series. these shows were so popular at one point in time that they were turned into movies. And then the movies were popular enough to really keep the shows going for a bit longer, which is why you have that boom of Broadway shows in like 70s, 80s. Right. But enough and also, and also, you know, we did make it most iconic movie musical because yes. the influence is so important. Uh, and exactly. lastly, our constant. The constant. <laughs> the Netflix and checks make scale. This is, uh, you know... Would you want to show it to people? Is it one you can rewatch yourself? What is the general rewatchability slash viewability of this piece? Yeah, and you know, movie musicals, I'd say generally are fairly rewatchable, but yeah. which one is going to be more rewatchable? We will see. So those are our five rubric points. Uh, excellently done, Crosby. Oh, Couldn't have done you, it better sir. myself uh, because <laughs> I have been very bad with speaking today. So I'm very uh, glad I didn't have to do it by myself. Um, so I lost the last one pretty, pretty. Yes, sir. Uh, triumphantly so movie musicals anyone who knows me well enough in terms of film sense knows my favorite movie of all time is a movie musical it is the one that i brought up uh, as an honorable mention when we were talking about oscar snubs uh, but ultimately i did go for some you know different more uh, you know variety uh, if you will for picks for that one but i had to go with the, the one the only is it raining outside? I don't know, but I'm singing in the rain. And I, I you know, <laughs> it's one of those things where I had to think, okay, I'm, I'm arguing the most iconic, not necessarily my favorite, but I'm like, but it's what? kind of, it kind of covers both grounds for me, at least. Uh, I know there were so Absolutely. many to choose from and I actually listed like at least 10 options, but at the end I just yeah. was like, I can't go against my heart for this one. And if I lose, I will lose fighting for a, film that I thoroughly love so much that it was most iconic in my life. Most iconic, I think, of all time. But uh, Crosby, I'm very excited to hear oh. what Singing in the Rain will be going against. Will there be clear skies? Will there be more rain? And Anything? Um, <laughs> I'm very excited to hear what your pick is. Crosby, See, take it away. We're a couple of throwback boys um, okay. because I kind of assumed that you were going to go with Singing in the Rain. And yeah. It, to be honest, it was the first thought that I had as well. Then I said to myself, no, wait a moment. I've got the piece I'll be using. The one and only originally East Side Story, West Side Story. West Side Story, that a beautiful pick as well. Oh, what a movie. If you haven't watched West Side Story recently, you need to go home. You need to throw it on. You need to sit down. You need to watch it. You need to watch the whole thing. Because that movie is really excellent. It's... Mm-hmm. I think it's one not unlike Singing in the Rain that because of its age is almost forgotten. Though it's though it's acknowledged as a brilliant film, mm-hmm. I think that people don't really talk about this movie as much as they should these days. And one thing that I think is very interesting with the uh, with the Spielberg yeah. West Side Story coming out yes. pretty soon. I'm very interested to see how much of it is an homage to the original, one of the greatest movies ever made. Right. And how much of it is going to be like a Spielberg-y little, yeah. <laughs> little picture. Right. It, it'll be interesting because a lot of the He's times, you know, a lot of the times when the musical comes before the movie, sometimes the movie doesn't live up to the musical. True. And often when the movie comes before the musical, no worries because the movie paved, paved the way. Um, yeah. But when you're remaking a movie, 
that was already a musical, I believe, before yes, it right? was. Mm-hmm. And now you're remaking the movie <laughs> remake of the musical. It's like exactly. there, there's a lot there's a lot of expectation. But again, if you're gonna give it to anyone, Steven Spielberg is probably the guy to he's do like, it. He's the guy. He's the um, guy. <laughs> especially because also we'll take into account back then, you know, the times were different, and I think you know. Oh, there are sure. improvements to be made in some areas uh, just politically yeah, and socially yeah. uh, for, for both these movies if they were remade today, which is good too. So it's also getting a more modern lens take. Oh, uh, we are arguing yeah. the classic West Side Story versus ah, yes. the, um, in my mind, incomparable, but in this case, very comparable, uh, Singing in the Rain. Uh, it's going to be films. very easy and very hard to compare these two because honestly, this was my, like, it, I was toying around with three of them uh, yeah. And ultimately, I went with Singing in the Rain, but West Side Story was right up there as uh, my number two or three, uh, along with uh, a certain um, tornado weather, uh, Wizard of Oz oh. up there as well. Um, but but uh, as always, we will get to your poll answers at the end of the show. So uh, we did get fabulous, uh, amazing recommendations as well in there, which we will talk about at the end of the show. But right now, it's Singing in the Rain, West Side Story. Let's go to my favorite uh, award, the Dylan Dance Award. Crosby, why don't you oh. take us away first? <laughs> The Dylan Dance Award. <laughs> what a good time. Uh, so, part of the thing that is great about West Side Story is that it uses dance in a way that is highly diegetic. So, it tells the story through the dance. And this is a thing that kind of every choreographer pretends to do, <laughs> but that, like, I think maybe five or six actually do really well. And obviously drum rocks is one of them. But I I think that specifically, it's actually something that it has in common with the movie Newsies, which is Mm -hmm. that it uses this really athletic style of dance to convey movement. And it doesn't feel like dance. And -hmm. I think that that's really important because sure, you're watching a musical. You know it's a musical. But I think that if it felt too dancey, it would take you out of the violence. Right. Something I, so I adore the, the recording of Hamilton. I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic. That being said, there are times where the dance that's going on takes me out of what's happening in the story. Yeah. There is not one time in West Side Story where that occurs. And I think that that is unique for a film that leans so heavily on dance, particularly in an era where the movie musical was a staple and the dance number of the movie musical was just went without sin. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And and again, you said the violence. I mean, West Side Story is not always your cheery, happy, everyone's going to dance together in harmony and in, in happiness and joyfulness. It is very much of that like angst and that rivalry and that tension and that built up of heat. Yeah, it's and, great. And, it's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it was not too Exactly. <laughs> and we'll get, we'll get into that a little later too when we turn to talk probably about the actual like influence part of it. You know, we'll talk Absolutely. all about the Shakespeareanness of it too. Uh, Singing in the Rain. I mean, a lot of people just say, oh, it's a bunch of tap dancing. But, I mean, you look at what they put on top of the tap dancing, and I think that's what's so beautiful is you have, you know, the um, fit as a fiddle where they're literally playing violins and and fiddles as they're tap dancing on on their knees sometimes, crouched down, squatting. Then you've got other numbers, you know, Gene Kelly dancing in literal puddles of water. I know it's not real rain. It's it's obviously fabricated yeah. but you know you've got other elements there make him laugh he's uh, you know donald o'connor has oh. his whole set behind him where he's literally like dancing on the walls and stuff so while the tap dancing yes it's a very you know uniform style 
I think they take it to new levels and new heights. And each number does feel distinctly unique because, you know, everyone knows like their basic steps and tap that every song kind of has and every sure, song hits yeah. on, but it's the environment they set the tap dancing to and the other things they add to it. I think that really elevates it as well. Mm. I mean, just some of the best dancing you'll see and some of the quickest Agreed. dancing. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we, we, you and you and I both know, like it's hard sometimes to move your feet that quick Absolutely, and, and they, yeah. they do, and they do it so well. <laughs> they do it almost so effortlessly that it doesn't register at first how easy it is for these actors and it's not easy. That's the thing, but they make yeah, exactly. it seem but so easy seem because, effortless. yeah, because of the way they deliver it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the tap dancing is just iconic. Of course, usage of the environment as well as the tap dancing. And I do think, mm-hmm. like you said, how it conveys the violence. I think there's also a lot of emotion to convey through the dancing here, because there 100%. is a lot of that idea of, you know, trying to break through, break new ground with, you know, sound in film, but also, you know, because this is a movie celebrating sound in film, you know, the tap sounds are so crucial and vital into emphasizing mm. why that's so beautiful. And that uh, the Broadway melody number, which so many people are like, oh, it's so long. It takes up so much of that second half of the movie. Why is it there? I think <laughs> it's really there as a celebration of the art form and just what we can do with dance and the stories we can tell. And yes, it might yeah. not make as much sense with the plot, the overall plot. It might not need to be there. If you take it out, it's the same story. But I think it only sure. adds to it you know because west side story is dance breaks like that too where it's like exactly do they necessarily need to be there for to move the story along no but does it enrich in the tone does it rich in exactly it richens the characters it richens the tone it shows off why the dance is so integral which i love so i agree too amazing yeah i don't know i feel like for this one we almost have to flip because i feel like they're so comparable in that each one of their styles is revolutionary in its own way right but you're also dealing with a completely dip like truly almost opposite realms of musical theater you have a more of a jazz modern and then mm-hmm. on the other side you have tap full like musical theater dance. Mm-hmm. yeah and even when the the numbers are a little slower and they're not as fast like the beginning yeah. of singing in the rain and you know you know some of the beautiful duets and, and the lovely oh, moments you know the, the lighter moments, parts of the broadway melody exactly yeah. they still really go full out with those dances too so i'm fine flipping a coin for this one specifically because i do think uh it is a worthy tie if I you will agree. so if you've never seen us do the show before we we ask siri to be our third judge if we are tied if we cannot sway one another which i will not be able to sway uh mr crosby from his posse roots and he will not be able to sway me so uh here we go siri flip a coin it's me this time it's heads yes i'm always heads crosby's always tails i get that first point bing bang boom uh one zero uh I'm sorry, sorry to do it to you this early, Crosby, oh, but okay. uh, I, I I love getting that first point. Last last week I, I went three in a row with Siri <laughs> siding with you, so I'm glad she finally decided to give He's me a bump. back like Jordan. <laughs> uh, so here's the next award, the Crosby Crooner. So now we're taking a step away from the dance and let's look at the song, uh, the music itself, the singing itself in in the film. Crosby, tell me about West Side Story. So here's the important thing that I think about West Side Story. Number one, fantastic music, fantastic. Larry Bernstein's young stevie sando killing Mm -hmm. it okay doing great things that being said i will say i think that there is a difference between the instrumental parts of west side story and the singing parts of west side story imagine right 
But <laughs> I will say, I think that the instrumental portions really, I, I do think, kind of changed cinema in a way because they so effectively tell the little bits of the story that you kind of need telling and can't anymore from the Broadway mm. version. You know what I mean? Because right. the whole, the whole Mambo the sequence is like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's just so much incredible stuff. The open, like you're saying, the opening is, it might be my favorite musical opening of all time with the whistle. That's like, mm-hmm. if I, I told my mom, if the new West side story doesn't start with the whistle, I'm taking my TV and I'm throwing it over the overpass. Wow. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> Um, but then when it comes to the singing, the singing is really beautiful. And the singing, I think, is really important to the the tone of the show, keeping it somewhat light. You have some of those amazing Russ Tamblin num- numbers that have switched up from the, from the original right. musical. But I specifically want to shout out Marnie Nixon. Okay. <laughs> because Marnie Nixon is the, vo- the singing voice of Maria. Right, She's also right. the singing voice of Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady. And this woman is behind some of the really incredible vocal performances when some of these actresses were not vocally trained. Right. Um, for instance, Natalie Wood and Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, not yeah. Vocally trained for those roles. So mm-hmm. she stepped in to do them. And she sounds yeah. phenomenal. And it's interesting because in the test of in the test of time, which we'll talk about a little in Legacy yeah. and the Head Turner, uh, you know, I don't feel like she's as brought up as much as no, Audrey Hepburn and Natalie up. Wood, which is unfortunate, I think. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. But tell me, tell me about the the fine trio that you're dealing of, with. Of course. Um, so here's the thing. I I will first preface uh, singing in the rain as iconic as the dance numbers are, and uh, Siri agrees. I think the <laughs> Singing is in the title, and I do think a lot of the movie is about the idea of letting, you know, those who have the beautiful voices shine. Yeah. You know, we just totally. talked about it, like, with you, with dubbing, and I think this was one of the first movies, even before yeah. West Side Story came out, that was like, no, like, let the people who are singing have the spotlight. Like, we're in oh, a new era now, and, and I think so that's great. one of the most beautiful things is that at it's not just well sung, the show, or the movie, if you will, but it's you know, almost the main theme and and the heart of the film is it's about the idea of singing and, you know, letting your voice be heard. So it's, it's more than just the sounds. It's, it's the actual thematic root of the movie, you know, the idea of sound and singing and letting your voice be heard. Um, And Debbie Reynolds, I mean, her voice is just magnificent and it just reels you in from the first note she sings. It's very soft, but very sweet. Um, Especially, you know, the dichotomy between her and then you know the actress who is not a trained singer and when she tries to do the speaking and the singing and she's got the voice and she's whining and like everyone's like yeah no i mean i think it's great that they put so much effort into making her so bad and so in a good way like hilariously bad that debbie reynolds shines even more i mean gene kelly as great of a dancer as he is he's he's just got such a a beautiful, soulful voice. And that's the oh, thing. None of these voices are going to be voice, voices that like will win American Idol or win the voice right, and like yeah, hit you course. over the head with like, oh my God, like riffs and belts and all that. That's not what it's right. about. It's about <laughs> these simple harmonies, but it's delivering these simple harmonies well. And even Donald yeah. O'Connor, who is more in it for the dancing, his make him laugh. He's, he's doing that dance. He was, I mean, I have a behind the scenes story. He was a heavy smoker and he smoked a lot uh, back then. And they had him do a whole take because they did it all in one take, that song. He was very exhausted. They make him do it again, 
and he had a, a, a an attack or something, uh, yeah. some sort of uh, wow. respiratory issue where he had to be rushed to the hospital right after he performed the number twice. Uh, and the first two takes, that's all they had to use for the actual footage of the movie. So he did two takes and he was out of there uh, on a stretcher. Uh, he fortunately lived through it. But, you know, as good as we may say Gene Kelly and uh, Debbie Reynolds voices sure, are, yeah. I think his voice to have that stamina to get through that song on its own, no matter how good or bad it sounds to just get yeah. through it is a miracle. It's like, it almost reminds me of a David Diggs and Hamilton where it's like guns and chips is all spoken. There's no singing to sure. it, but, but it's the rhythm and the actual speed and just getting through that it spit of words. It's more impressive than any wrong note or pitchiness could sure, you yeah. know, get in the Don't. way of, you know? So it's, it's three very different styles of singing and they're never going to be the song the voices that knock you over the head with it but sure i think yeah. there's almost something more beautiful about that just being who you are and 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 singing how you sing from the soul not necessarily needing yeah. to be this standout singer so absolutely i you know well you've swayed me dill i know i have I, oh I man that, yeah i because because here's the thing i think that west side story is phenomenal it's amazing yeah. that being said it is a movie musical that was polished and polished and polished and polished. And that's amazing. That being said, you lose something from the original musical type performance mm -hmm. when you polish it to that extent. I think part of the brilliant thing, like you're saying about singing in the rain is that singing in the rain kind of, uses the apparatus of singing and its place in the story to help tell the story through song. Right. <laughs> so not only is it just magnificent singing performances all around, the music also informs the performances. So I think, I think you took this one, Bill. Wow. Two zero. I'm two zip. Two zero. This is this two is zip. rare territory in the recent shows here. Uh, but now, now we're getting the showstopper award, and this is a focus on the on the performances. We can group it all as uh, you know an ensemble, or we can focus on one performer. What do you want to do, Crosby? So the way I was thinking about it was basically like overall, like as yeah. a as a group, the performances that you get. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> no, they're, yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. solid. I think that. West Side, the movie of West Side Story, it's an old movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's very old. It's from the 60s. Yeah. That being said, I think that it still feels very honest. Mm -hmm. And I think that a big part of that is uh, how fresh the Broadway show was, in a way. Um, mm -hmm. But I think another part of that is just that we, ha we hadn't really hit that huge wave of kind of postmodern movie musicals, you know, like uh, Chorus Line and, you know, Cabaret. Cabaret. Yeah. And exactly, and all those that start coming out. So I think that the interesting thing about West Side Story's cast performance is that it's really necessary. If you don't, if you don't have that whole cast with Snowboy and Baby John and Anybody's and Bernardo and Chino and all the sharks and all the jets and all the ladies who all do incredible stuff, you don't have a show anymore. Right. Whereas I do think, and this will segue us into yours, you can tell <laughs> me what you think. Yeah. I feel like if you got those three really strong in Singing in the Rain, which obviously you do, given the cast, I think the rest of the show can pretty much pull along. Mm -hmm. 
What do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, you bring up a good point that yours is so ensemble heavy yeah. that if, if it's just Tony and Maria without everyone else, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a love story, you know? And it's a beautiful love story, but it's like, it's because of the colorful ensemble of characters. Exactly. That's it really what elevates context. it. Yeah. When you think of West Side Story, you think of the group of guys doing the snapping and the dancing. You don't of think course. of, I mean, obviously you think of Tony and Maria on the balcony and stuff, but it's well, like, sure, but... you think of, if the first image comes to mind, it's a group of people dancing. Whereas Singing in the Rain, it's the three of them in their yellow coats da dancing yeah. along. And there's something great <laughs> about it. But I think it's easier to work as an ensemble when it's such a tiny ensemble. And, and I do have to bring up Gene Hagen as um, Lena Lamont as well, even oh, though she's not sure. one of the three singers or dancers. But we, as we said, like she is so good at being so bad. Yes. She's a villain that we're not meant to like hate because she's like evil. But no, just she's just she's selfish the worst. <laughs> and she's relatable because she's selfish, because we've all worked with those people, especially in show business. We both yeah, me and you have worked with those yeah. people um, in the same show even. So, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like the, the people who are just divas and, and just, you know, sometimes just override everything and make everything miserable. But yeah, I think they make her so funny that it's like you roll your eyes at her, but you're also like, oh, that's hilarious. Um, and then no, the, totally. obviously yeah. the three leads, I mean like I said, with Donald O'Connor, with the actual stamina of being able to dance, sing while you are a heavy smoker back then, it was more yeah. accepted because no one knew it could kill you. So like, no, it, yeah, was it was common was practice for, for people to smoke. I, I think half, if you put up any, any other guy, maybe even from this ensemble, if you make oh. Gene Kelly do make him laugh, I don't know if he gets through it like Donald O'Connor can. Um, that's, yeah. That's yeah. Like, and, and Debbie Reynolds, she learned to dance for this movie. You know, she was not, incredible. yeah. And, and that's, that's, unreal that that'd be like telling me that lin-manuel miranda learned to speak uh and then he wrote hamilton in the same year it's like no exactly. like that, that's not how it works you know that's he's been living with, with I, I know we keep bringing yeah. up hamilton because it's like the newer more relatable thing that everyone can kind of like understand yeah, what we're saying if they haven't seen these movies <laughs> right if you haven't seen singing of the rain or west side story please go watch it but it, in order to understand what we're Grand saying west side story please go see hamilton <laughs> yes but, but but we hope hamilton can help you understand what we are talking about for our movies but uh yeah no i i think just the sheer talent amongst those three is so good but i'm almost yeah. leaning toward giving it to you just because it is such a big group effort uh, and yeah. there's just it's an ensemble so, performance, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, who, who, if you had a single out, like, who would be your favorite performer? I'm just curious. This doesn't affect the point, but I really do adore Russ Tamblin's performance as Riff. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think he doesn't do too much. And I think that it's one of those parts that pulls towards doing too much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Natalie Wood is excellent. I think yeah. she does a really nice job as Maria, honestly. Yeah. I know we knocked her earlier because she doesn't sing her stuff, but yeah, no, but I mean, Back nice then, again, that was common practice. I mean, you yeah, didn't no, have every... It wasn't, wasn't uncommon, exactly. Every movie wasn't Singing in the Rain where they were trying to literally make a commentary about it. <laughs> if if there were dubbed singers in Singing in the Rain, I think Singing in the Rain would be the biggest fraud movie of all time. Yeah, exactly. Well, because, it would almost be a caricature of itself. <laughs> right, it's like you, you got to practice what you preach, and I think it does it well. But there's nothing wrong at the time with doing no, that because, no, you know, yeah. you know, the talent wasn't like... It's not like... Nowadays, where you have 40, 50 people who probably could sing Maria and act it right. well, and it's finding the right one. And I'm very excited to see what Rachel Zegler does with the role. Yeah, it's uh, exciting. Uh, you know, she's got tough shoes to fill, but she is that triple threat. She does have the singing chops, too. But I think Natalie Wood, for what she had, was just magnificent and uh, gone too soon, uh, yeah. if you ask oh, me. No, I mean, a lot of these actors uh, and actresses gone too soon. Um, just totally. the time. But... Oh, and also Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno is fantastic. Yeah, who has a documentary coming out tomorrow That's or well, right. i guess today if you're listening today Shout so out to rita <laughs> i was gonna say this show is perfect I'm, I'm glad you chose west side story because 
it almost fits along with not just in the heights because that's out but with rita moreno's documentary so all the pieces so fit. crosby you're getting the point there oh thank god <laughs> oh one to two so you're still in this i still, still need this. to get my third point or like you can come back nuts. here with three in a row we'll see <laughs> Let's let's talk about the head turner, Crosby. This is so, influence and icon iconography and all that jazz. Yeah, and, uh, I got a story for you. So my okay. voice teacher saw the original production of West Side Story, and I believe that wow. she saw it opening night. Wow. She said that after the show was over, there was this like really weird like energy, just like kind of in the crowd, where you were just like, oh shit. <laughs> like what just happened you know what i mean like this chain this it, it's you know it's it's like when you see a movie that kind of changes your idea of what movies are like when i saw parasite i was like oh my god i'm a grown-ass man and i thought i knew what movies were but jim <laughs> just schooled me <laughs> oh yeah you know and yeah and i think it can't be overstated that the impact that this had as a musical was enormous but the impact that it had as a film was also enormous. I think yeah. it's partially responsible for ushering in this next big era of movies mm -hmm. that we were talking about, like Cabaret and Chicago. Because well, also, you know, it's coming off of a well-respected musical, like you said. So there yeah. is pressure. There's almost more pressure on it to succeed and to live up to those heights. I mean, we've seen totally. now with in the Heights in the Heights coming out, everyone's first critique if they've seen the musical is, well, what did they change? What did they get rid of? What did they add? Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's kind of the same thing here where it's like, totally. you know, you have to stay faithful while also paving your own path. And I'd say it did a good job. I mean, it won best picture. It was a hit. Absolutely. It was a smash hit. So smash. yeah, I mean like in terms of iconography and influence, like, when we said most iconic movie musical, it's because we wanted this to be such an important point, the influence of it. Absolutely. And I think I think you make a good point. Uh, Singing in the Rain. Got, come on now. We got the three raincoats. It's one of the most iconic clips of all time. And that's know? the thing is I think this is a great – the reason when people ask me why this is my favorite movie, period, I say because there are two parts of my heart, two things I love. It's movies and musicals. And this is I, – I think this is a very even love – at love letter to both and i think it's like sure. embracing everything we love about musicals but also embracing everything we love about the movies you know it's a movie musical that showcases the song so well but the singing and dancing is to tell the story of history of film and how film yeah. has progressed and i think that broadway melody number i love it so much because it is showing look how far we've come and just how many years after the jazz singer was it like 20 or 30 and now we're doing these lush yeah. amazing colorful musical numbers it's almost like the gotta dance is not anything about the plot. It's just, I've got to show how great this art form is. And it's a great celebration of what they were able to do with film in terms of visuals and oh, costumes yeah. and sets. It was what they were able to do with the music. Uh, it's just a great marriage of both. And I think the whole film is great. It's a great homage to both film and musicals. And I think that's why it has such a great history and iconography in any person's film musicals list, because it progressed both film and musicals alike. Um, and again, it didn't have necessarily the musical beforehand to kind of ride off of and, you know, help give them totally, an inkling that yeah. this was going to succeed. They, they were just going in blind, hoping it would succeed. And honestly, it didn't have as much of a good reception at the time because American in Paris had just won the day, the year before. And this year it was like, Oh, it's another musical, whatever. It didn't get nominated for anything except for, I think two awards, <laughs> I think, uh, 
and of the actors, only Gene Hagen was nominated for supporting. Wow. Uh, none of the three main actors got nominated. The directors didn't. Uh, the movie didn't for Best Picture. So I don't think at the time it had that legacy cemented. But I think over time, more people have realized how influential it is um, on both art forms, musical and movie. So, yeah, it's not as an immediate uh, success as yours. But I think over the test of time, it's still talked about. But I do think it's tough. I think it's true. I think also, and you were kind of saying this by referencing the the change between from silent to talkies, it kind of it kind of bridges the gap between the two as a film. Like it it allows an audience to actually see what it was like mm -hmm. to transition, because that's yeah. a, an interesting thing that I don't think people think about a lot is yeah. when the technology changes. How do the artists have to change? Right, it's a great history lesson. Um, and I, I we haven't talked about yours yet either. Is the fact that. Yours is also a Shakespeare adaptation. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, because that's a well, big part part of its influence and, uh, you know, icon status as well. Based on a play, you may have heard of it. It's called Romeo and Juliet. Um, <laughs> it's the tale of two star-crossed lovers. Um, but no, it's a... I, I'll say I think that the reason that it works so well is, is that it is an adaptation that doesn't care too much about being honorable to the source material, which right. is exactly what Shakespeare would have wanted. You know what I mean? And, like, and I do think that made other movies kind of follow suit. You know, agreed. you see The Lion King decades and decades later is oh, like Hamlet. Million percent. And it's million. so loosely based yeah. on it. And, it's, and it kind of, I think it harkens back to West Side Story and the fact that that was the first movie that was really like, yeah, we have a source material, but this is our version. It's still going to be our own thing, but it exactly. does have its roots there as like an homage. I think we've seen a lot of films do this, you know, with, with Star Wars and Kurosawa films even. Like, sure. it's not direct adaptations, but it is influences. And I think we saw so many more influences because of West Side Story. I think it paved the way for that as well. It also, and you touched on this for a second, but it starts the proud tradition of changing bits of the musical for like, apparently no reason like i'm not even saying in a bad way but like for instance in in uh, west side they they change where cool and uh officer krupke are in the show mm -hmm. it has a major impact on the flow of the show and like a dead character by the time of the original officer krupke is the one singing it in the movie right but yeah. and, and like that i think that is that is interesting like in, and i like, think it's influential too yeah, exactly. I think it's influential because it kind of said you don't have to necessarily stick to this mold. You can make exactly. an adaptation you your mold. own. Exactly. Yeah. Like you were saying within the Heights, there are a bunch of changes from the source material and I'm sure that they have their reasons, but not all of them are very clear for with some of them. It's like, Oh, and now he's a widower. Interesting. And then you just kind of move on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a, it, but I will say, I think that it's interesting that, I will say, I feel like the start of that whole, we're keeping it in the show, but we're going to switch it around just because why not? I feel like it kind of starts with West Side in a way. Yeah. So I, I think in terms of the actual medium of movie musicals, yours might be a little more iconic, but I think in terms of also just cinema itself, I think Singing in the Rain also has a great you know, influence as well. They're so it's, it's very hard. I mean, this is, I, I kind of maybe want to do a series flip, but at the same time, I'm like, it's hard for me because I'm like West Side Story though is like, I mean, that's like the start of almost the modern movie musical, even though it's not modern, 
It's kind yeah, of no, like but that I see idea what you of, mean. It's us. Because I think Singing in the Rain, as great as it is, a lot of those musicals were similar in the fact that it's like everything's very kind of like joyful and bright and happy. And I yes. think one of the things yeah. that West Side Story does interestingly is it takes it in a darker tone totally. that I think was almost something that hadn't been seen, at least not a lot of Agreed. at the time. You know, you Agreed. have of this era, you have like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, which is like yeah. I think of that beautiful scene with all the costumes oh, and everything's so beautiful and happy. Yeah, I love yeah. that show. Uh, and and American in Paris, like you know, there's like oh, it's sure, just stunning. Yeah. It's just but gorgeous. and even Wizard of Oz, like there are darker moments, yeah. but it's a childlike you know fantasy joy. Definitely. Mary Poppins, same thing. But like oh, this, yeah. this feels just like we're doing something new with musicals. And I know they already had a musical, but like you said, with that audience vibe, I think if anyone hadn't seen the musical because they either couldn't afford it or couldn't get to New York somehow, yeah. they they were watching it for the first time in the cinema because it came out not too long after. And yeah. they probably had that same feeling in the audience after the True. movie wrapped, you know? They probably True. felt the same way because the source material and the actual story and the uh, just the tone it takes is just so different. I mean, it's so dark. I mean, your it main is. character dies at the end and that was oh, not yeah. common um, for any film, not even musicals, but yeah, film in general. especially not. Yeah, you see it in like international films, like oh, there's oh, a Japanese sure. film where the lead dies, and it's like now it's like oh yeah, the lead dies, great, cool. Yeah, I've seen People it before. People who are now... from America are very deep. We we on the other hand like our main characters to live. Yeah. So I'm almost swayed now to West Side Story because I think it it kind of broke more ground just in terms of style and tone, and just overall taking musicals into a new direction that we hadn't seen, where Singing in the Rain is the best example of the classic musical. I think West Side Story is a great example of what musicals could also be in addition to great song and dance. It's true. I it's, but it's tough though, because like you're saying, you know, in a way singing in the rain is almost the best example of a classical musical. You know what I mean? Like, if I think of what is the probably like the number one golden age type musical that I like, it's probably Singing in the Rain. Oh yeah, it's like the epitome. Yeah. yeah so it's tough. Are we going for uh, what best represents that era or what oh, kind of but, paved but see, the way? I feel like that's the problem era. though, because we were like, we're doing iconic, and they're almost equally iconic in the opposite ways. Like one yeah. told us what musical theater was, and the other one was like, but this is what it could be. I mean, I, I think you swayed me, but if I swayed you, we could flip. <laughs> We've swayed each other, but I still stand firmly on the West side. All right, so you're getting, you're getting that point, Crosby. So it's 2-2. Two, two. This is the match point right now. You made a little bit of a comeback. It was 2-0. Now it's 2-2. Two, two. This wow. is where I got to pull out all my guns and try to get this win. Pull out the stops. Uh, it's been a whole month of not getting one, so I got to <laughs> try my best. But don't let that sway you. I want you to, you know, fair, fair fight. Um rewatchability how often you're inclined to show other yeah. people how it's stood the test of time in terms of your own experience with it netflix and check let's go if if a person hasn't seen west side story i'd be like you have to see west side story it's west side story but i don't know if it's gonna be like saturday with the boys and i'm like hey <laughs> guys like I know we're chilling in tonight and getting some Zod. You want to fucking throw on West Side Story, man? Like, I I don't know. I love West Side Story, but I feel like musicals are unique in that more than showing people the whole show, you're more apt to show, and movie musicals actually especially are like this, more than showing them the whole musical, you're probably more apt to show them scenes from it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or songs. Yeah. Or songs, exactly. Or songs from it. And 
as much as this shoots me in the foot, I, <laughs> I really can't think of a movie that has more rewatchable segments than Singing in the Rain. Honestly, mm-hmm. the producers has some really fantastic rewatchable segments. It really does. But like Singing in the Rain, oh my God, you got Make Him Laugh, you got Good Morning, you've got the, the Jump Out of the Cake, you've got Moon Prayer, you got like literally all of it. And it passes so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's, it's like, I can't even pick a favorite number either. Every time someone asks me it's something different, I'm like, for sheer athleticism, Make Him Laugh. For the iconography of the actual like beauty of cinema plus vocals yeah. and dance, it's singing in the rain, the title number. But then it's also like, what do I want to rewatch the most? It's Good Morning. So it's like so many things, um, and that's why it's so tough, you know, to like decide a favorite number. But I think that helps my rewatchability in the Netflix and Netflix because it's like every scene you watch, no matter time of day, there's always going to be a number for it. Uh, and I feel like every number at every, any time of day for me uh works but it's especially you know this um you, you know every number has its own unique style and tone like i talked about totally. with the dan- dance award um that makes it real watchable for me and honestly i cry at the end i know it's not a sad film but there's a, a but cathartic sense of joy when she does turn around and she sees him and he's like no like she stop her she's the one you should all be applauding it's this moment of triumph. It, it, it rivals Rocky at the end of Rocky. And it, it rivals, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda winning for In the Heights of the Tonys where they hoist him up. Like, moments like that. Roberto Bernini standing on the chairs at the Oscars when he wins his award. Like, moments like that where it's just like we're celebrating someone's art and they're at their purest and happiest moment of their life. And, and that gets me emotional. And it's an emotion that I like to revisit. I like to cry often. Whereas West Side Story, I think it's like... Million. It's yeah. you're crying because you're sad, and you've got a cry of sadness right. over. <laughs> so, yeah, I I adore West Side Story. It's a brilliant piece, and there are bits that I'll rewatch all the time, like Officer Krupke or the fight sequences. Or I, say, I, I have it right here. It's got it right there. He's got it on Blu-ray. <laughs> but but I think just in terms of quote unquote rewatchability, if I'm being honest to the Netflix and checks mix scale and I have to be, it's my job. I think I have to give it to singing in the rain. So Dill takes this one. Ding, 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 ding. This, this is the one I think of all the film offs so far, this I think is one of the most meaningful to us both as theater people and Absolutely. musical theater people and movie people, but getting to fight my favorite film, of all time on film off and wind is just such a good feeling. So thank oh. you, Crosby. I Ooh, had a blast. I'm honored to take it, this victory. I, I was talking earlier with my roommates. I was like, he's going to pick a good, I, I was worried you might pick like a deep cut, but I was like, wow, he's picking, he's picking West side. Sorry. This is going to be tough, but last, here we go. Let's, let's recap this most iconic oh. movie musical. The Dylan dance That's award true. went uh, to a series flip because both styles of dance are so unique and comparable and beautiful. It went to, uh, singing in the rain the crosby crooner award went to the singers of singing in the rain yes uh, the showstopper award however went to the ensemble of west side That's story awesome. the head turner award for the best influence on the art of movies and musicals alike went to west side story and then the check yes, sorry netflix and checks mix scale went to the endlessly rewatchable oh. wickedly talented uh del um sorry singing in the rain <laughs> <laughs> Had to fit that in there because you know John Travolta. He's been in a, a movie musical that was fairly iconic. Oh, yeah. So the wickedly um, talented. I do want to point everyone. out. I do want to point out. I, you know we're talking about song and dance. 
uh, we both went to musical theater school and it, I, I, if I have a platform to talk about it, I will. Uh, one of my, my first dance teacher who taught me how to open my feet in first position, um, how to walk with my right and left feet and not two right feet, two left feet, uh, <laughs> taught me how to walk like a human and dance uh, a little bit. Uh, Rashawn Holloway unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Um, he was my first dance teacher. I have a picture here to show. Um, I'm actually the one. Oh, He's the one what? all the way up in the air. He's the one who you can very much tell is the dancer. Uh, and is there the, I am. Yeah, the fantastic. If you look below his, if you look below his legs, the kid with the backwards baseball oh, cap in the Lord, back Mr. is me. Cap, it's my first dance bad. recital uh, in high, I guess middle school even. Uh, so that wow. was uh, I. I, I, do, I honor my victory for singing the rain to Rashawn. That's up there um this is a very meaningful fight for me and for both of us as musical theater people and i wanted to shout him out um before one. we yes before we get to our um next topic which crosby will tell us in a second what it is uh we are going to talk about your picks for best iconic movie musical and this was fun because so many people had so many different picks from our decades from like this year from a few years ago um Ooh. As most iconic, because iconic can mean so many things for different people. Definitely, we, exactly. Different things that's why we break it down into a rubric, because influence is not all it is. We went more for the realm of like influence, but they might have gone more for what they just find the most enjoyable. Uh, so, Crosby, would you be surprised of any films if they popped up here? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. When I reposted the questionnaire, my buddy Kevin wrote me, and okay. he said, Sound of Music is the goat. <laughs> okay. So what, are you, what are your feelings on Sound of Music? I was not necessarily surprised, but I was just like, wow, you're like a guy my age. I wouldn't expect that answer from you. That's great. Um, So I'll just kick it off right now. Uh, Our buddy Landon, Landon, who is actually in the room next to me, um, (laughs) in the other, in the next room, not in the room next to me, but in the next room, um, he uh, quite, I assume jokingly, but maybe he he meant it truthfully, says, long live cats <laughs> Ooh, are um, do. <laughs> i did chat with him before the show and he did say annie annie is one of the most influential and iconic so i i can't argue True. with that that's a good pick True. um my mom was on the same bandwagon uh and said cats just kidding <laughs> uh, she said my favorite my favorite is probably still grease i stop and watch every time it's on grease another one especially for you know our parents generation that is a definitely oh, a great pick yeah. um kelsey also on the same wavelength says cats ha 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 just kidding oh my goodness everyone today everybody's a comedian those are the only three cats i believe the only three cats um, and then she says it's got to be grease right ignoring how problematic it is now of course i mean yeah there are elements that are problematic you know changing sure, your yeah. appearance for someone grease, but grease I mean, is weird if you watch it again you'll be like oh this is weirder than i thought but you know it's iconic especially in, in terms of getting people excited about going to musicals and like True. liking musicals for that era uh so actually my mom and kelsey made the same joke cats just kidding grease um Manny says Mamma Mia is up there. Another fun oh, one. I mean, Mama that's a Mia really great one for our good. generation, too. I enjoy the, the, the movie of Mamma Mia because it's basically just like, okay, we're going to let Streep do her thing. And I'm yeah. like, all right. And I'm setting it in Greece doesn't hurt it. <laughs> it's <very laughs> pretty beautiful. Um, our good old Davey, uh, who's also in a room near what us, is he, uh, us, he says, I feel like it has to be Wizard of Oz. I'm, I'm, the I mean, Wiz of Oz. The most influential movie of all time maybe yeah, um yeah. my a, brother jake my brother jake also says wizard of oz um sheldon says 1997 cinderella starring brandy and whitney houston 
another Ooh. great one, especially for, uh, of course, African-American representation as well. Yeah, of um, course. Great musical class. as well. Roger and Hammerstein. Hannah says, oh, has to be Sound of Music. A great pick as well. Um, music, there you go. Char- Charlie says, it's got to be Singing in the Rain or West Side. Boom! He's on the Char- same page. Charlie, you, you, Charlie, you have a time machine, my good, my good man. Um, <laughs> here's someone that none of us follow. Um, I don't know how they found the poll, but thank you for getting here. <laughs> uh, Sp- Speed Queen says The Black Crook, which obviously is not a movie, but it wow. is a musical. It is the first musical ever made. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so thank you for shouting that out. I mean, people who don't know as much musical theater history as two people who that studied it probably don't know what the black crook is would write that. <laughs> yeah crosby do you want to explain what the black crook is so the black crook in theory is like the first <laughs> musical kind of it, it, it is yeah very Ever. odd uh, protracted kind of hours-long experience about i believe a man who made a deal with the devil. There was ballet, but it, I believe it was not related to the show. It was just like a break in the midst. <laughs> Did you, um, our, our freshman year, I know I went on a field trip to see a... I didn't know. I didn't go. Okay, there was How a was weird, it? like, there was a weird, uh, in the middle of, uh, like, the East Village, there was, like, this weird, like, uh, staging of the Black Crook that I had no idea what was going on the whole time, but it was, you know, this meaningful thing because it was the first time it had ever been revived since, like, ever or whatever i don't even know so the black yeah. crook the first musical hey toy story is one of the most influential pixar films iron man is one of the most influential mcu films black crook can certainly be one of the most hey, um influential musicals i'm not it, mad at it yeah um jason says high school musical again a very generational for thing. a lot of people never been of my course. cup of tea but like okay. very much people in like my siblings group which is like you know like six to ten years older than we are i feel like it was very yeah. big I was gonna say I, I'm I'm personally a High School Musical two guy myself, but uh, <laughs> R- Rachel actually also says High School Musical always. So again, generational. Well, man. there you go. Um, it, it's hey, I, I love it. It's Give the people what they want. You know? uh, Chris, Christina says Mamma Mia. Uh, Max says Wizard of Oz. Says another one for Wizard of Oz. Uh, Maggie says Dream Girls. Another That's great a, one. Jennifer one. Hudson yeah. got her Oscar That's for that. A classic. Uh, Lori here. We're throwing it back. White Christmas. Great Ooh, uh, okay. movie musical a and, action. and a great Christmas movie as well. Um, Nina, my sister, says Hairspray, hopefully soon to be Dear Evan Hansen. She's a big Dear Evan Hansen fan. Ooh, I hope the movie yeah, is good. Coming soon. Um, trailer, I liked it. Some people didn't, but yeah. Um, yeah, I Ben Platt's hair is wild. <laughs> His hair is wild. I, that's what I noticed I, first. I was like, what is going on? It is just like, yeah. whoa. Like, I saw I, it. I do think some people. Yeah. Some people complaining about the age. I'm like, give it like two minutes into the movie, and I think people will start to forget the fact that he looks a little older. I think it's the hair that's going to be the thing that <laughs> takes me out of it sometimes. But I'm yeah. so excited for it. <laughs> I I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be interested to see what they do with old Benny P. We're we're gonna yeah. we're gonna see. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see that movie. It'll yeah. be it'll be cool. Um, uh, Ben says West Side Story, so he's on your oh, train. Good choice. Ben. Um, good choice. Lauren says Into the Woods. Um, oh. Yeah, another great movie musical that's adaptation. One of my favorite musicals ever. Yeah, if we're talking just like straight up musical, that's like top oh, five for me. Yeah, agreed. Easy. Um, and lastly, Gavin, who is giving us each a point here, he says most iconic "Singing in the Rain." Okay. Best West Side Story. 
So wow, that's a hot <laughs> take, yeah. So Char- take. Charlie and Gavin are time traveling. They're Doc and Marty. They're time traveling, and they know what we were gonna pick, and they wanted to appease both judges. So, uh, they they do their jobs well. Um, um but we thank you guys that. so much for sending in your poll uh, suggestions. I know I put up the the poll today, the day we're recording it, because I was like, oh wait, we have to poll you guys. Um, and we but lovely answers oh such good answers i mean i even have some more jotted down that i even was was toying between Ooh, as well um obviously west side story wizard of oz yes. were my other two backups uh fiddler on the roof a great movie musical oh fiddler on the roof is awesome um yeah. sound of music uh two animated musicals which i think do count lion, lion king and beauty and the beast are two that yeah. shaped me as a yeah. singer actor or whatever um, yeah, those are really good picks. A cult classic, Rocky Horror Picture Show, was something Rocky I toyed around with. Horror, absolutely, yeah. Um, and then two newer musicals that I think have really shaped this generation of movie musicals, yeah. uh, Moulin, Moulin Rouge and La La Land are two great ones. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I don't think you can get much more influential than, than yeah. those. And we'll see how In the Heights does, too, because I think uh, I, I very much liked it. Uh, did you see it yet, Crosby? Yeah, I, no, I saw it. I enjoyed it. I thought that it was... And I don't mean this as a bad thing, but yeah. I thought that it was very, like, it made the choice to kind of, like, be all over the place and be, like, wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. But I was, I don't know, I think I'm, I'm going to be interested to watch it, like, a couple of times. And then mm-hmm. once people are doing productions of In the Heights after quarantine and stuff, that's when I feel like I'll have more of a real opinion on it. Because I'll be seeing those shows and then I'll have something to compare it to because I've only ever right. seen a bootleg of the original right yes same same here i didn't get to see it on broadway unfortunately but yeah um yeah yeah, i I liked a lot too so again movie musicals are not dead i mean we're getting so many this year also we're getting we're getting uh dear van hansen dear van hansen like you said spielberg's west side story tick tick boom yes oh my gosh and we're also getting the one from england uh everybody's talking about jamie uh which is a big show on the west end yeah they are making a uh adaptation i believe for amazon uh a movie too 13 is coming Exactly. Uh, in the next few years as well. Wicked, I think, is slated to come out in yeah, a few years. Right, Wicked um, is slated to come out. So, a lot of great movie musicals coming. I mean, I hope this is a resurgence. I hope we get a lot more because oh, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think over the past few years, you know, we got Into the Woods, we got La La Land, Greatest Showman, but I think this year we're getting like four or five, and that's yeah. just so exciting. Uh, and Bo Burnham's Inside, if you count it. So <laughs> True. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. It's, hey, um, it's music-based. Um, so, Crosby, why don't you uh, tease next show for everyone okay. for our 4th of July special uh, two days early. It'll be on July 2nd. But Yeah. I, think, I feel like that was also the day that the declaration was actually signed. But I, Maybe. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like I it remember. might have been signed early. Um, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> Dylan and I went on a little uh, mental association journey. We said, okay, the 2nd of July. Well, the 2nd of July is like the 4th of July. The 4th of July is an American holiday. Maybe an American deep time movie. Maybe a movie about the presidents. But presidents is kind of narrow. So yeah. we decided to expand it. For our 2nd of July special, we will be doing specifically films, our favorite film, on a world leader. World leader. So world why don't you rattle leader. off just a few examples of, not films, but world oh. leaders that you might see? You could be dealing with world leaders like Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, John Adams. You could be dealing with the Iron Lady, Margaret Thatcher. You could be dealing with William Wallace in ancient Scotland, ancient mm-hmm. Middle Ages Scotland. Yeah. You got all sorts, all sorts right. out there. 
something, you know, from all over the globe. We don't want to exactly. be, uh, even last we want to Scotland, if that's your thing. <laughs> yeah, we want to be inclusive of everyone. Uh, you know, Fourth exactly. of July is, is a holiday for us, but we have viewers all over the place. We don't want to just make you all watch and they us celebrate the American holidays. That's boring. We're going to celebrate the whole world on an American holiday. Exactly. Make it, make it fun. So yeah, we'll be talking about the best Ooh, movie that's gonna about be a, a world leader. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. There are a lot of movies out there. Mm-hmm. there all the and also the queens, all the queens. There's so many oh, movies about queens, queens and kings. All the kings, all the revolutionary leaders. I'm assuming all... lions don't count when we're talking about kings. I will brainstorm it. <laughs> we'll, we'll sidebar it. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> Um, but anyway, this this has been a very fun discussion, just movie yes. musicals, and of course, these two movie musicals, that way it means oh. so much to us. I have the Blu-ray here, as I said. I, I didn't forget that. about him. I love him, but he's our loser. <laughs> Sing and Rain's our winner today. I love, <laughs> the Blu-ray's still packed up in one of these boxes. I've got all my packing boxes. I'm still unpacking. Oh, that go. was just the one on top. Uh, but Crosby, where can they find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Instagram at Crosby J. Rosa. Where can they find you, Dill? You can find me at Dylan underscore Randazzo on Twitter. You can also find me, uh, I think, the same handle on my letterbox where I'm posting movie reviews for things written. And then if you want to see video movie reviews and all sorts of shows like this one, uh, you can watch us on the Dill Pickle Movie Network. If you're listening to us on audio, give us a review. Five stars is prefer uh, is our preference, but That's you feel nice. less. I mean, that'd be fine, fine. As long as you give us a review, let us know how you like the show. Uh, if you are an international listener, which I've seen we do have, um, please tell Ooh. us uh, your favorite world leaders for next time and your favorite yes. movie musicals for this time. Um, yeah, we, we love we love to see the interaction. Of course, head to my Instagram. Uh, it's in the bio of the video. I don't have it written right now. I should put it on the screen, but uh, for the polls, uh, so you can be so you can tell us your favorite world leader movie for the next show. Uh, it's oh, always yes. fun. Uh, doing this later today uh you're getting this on friday later today you will get a review for luca which is dropping on disney plus the new uh, pixar movie i will have a review for it in a little while i have to watch the movie uh while you all are watching this video i will be watching the movie and prepping a review filming a review and we'll have a review out for you later today uh any last words crosby oh love you dale always good to see you always good to see you always watching folks yes thanks for watching always fun talking musicals um, maybe Always. Crosby and I, if we hit a certain amount of viewers and listenerships and likes, maybe we'll put on our own two-man virtual musical for y'all. Almost certainly. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> maybe we'll, we we'll, <laughs> we'll run like a, a, what do you call it, a telethon type thing where like yeah, if, if we get a certain amount of likes in. or subscribers, we will put on our own two-man show. Yeah, exactly. I'll be up there in a blazer in front of a wall of phones. So we'll be like, right. hey, guys, we're all working right. phones. And the, the slight little streaming delay, so when we sing together, <laughs> one of us will be slightly behind. It'll be great. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you all for joining. We'll see you next Woo! time. Peace out. Peace out.